Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you changing your plans for the holidays this year? How are you going to do it? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, we're asking you how you're doing things differently this year. 651-641-1071. And why are we asking? Thank you for asking why we're asking. We're asking because we're asking for why we're asking. Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Gwen Stevens, otherwise known as Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, are celebrating Thanksgiving early this year. And I read this thanks to People Magazine because I'm always picking up the people to see what Gwake is doing. That's Mm -hmm. the publicationship known as Gwyneth and Blake. Mm -hmm. Gwen. Her name's Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, we had a lot of fun. You're confusing so many people right yeah. now. We're like, Gwyneth Paltrow and Blake Shelton are a couple? No. Who knew? Also, this picture of Gwen Stefani uh, looks like Fair Abraham with a blonde wig on. Oh, no. Kind of disturbing. Oh, it does. You are yeah. correct. That is 100% correct. But the article, I was like, wait, they celebrated Thanksgiving. Now, I know there's like eight feet of snow on the ground, so I might have missed a month or two. But what? Thanksgiving is at the end of, of uh, Turkey Month. What is November. that? November. November. Yeah, the 11th are you, one. Are you, do you smell toast Have today? you been outside? <laughs> Have you seen 2020? I don't know what end is up. But normally Thanksgiving, I think, is what? The third Thursday of November. November? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I they decided. Like moon Maybe stuff. number four. Like what? the four. Hold on. It's, no, there's no, not always a fourth. I think it has. Doesn't it have to do with the moon? It's the 26th oh. of November this year. It's the third. It's. I swear it's the third Thursday. Yeah, but there's four Thursdays. Is it the fourth? Yeah. So oh. I think it's a moon thing. I think it's a moon thing. A moon It's not a, a moon, moon thing. thing. Of course it is. No, that's Easter. But sure, but why can't two holidays be? Because Thanksgiving has nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah, but it but harvest do, has to do with the moon. Yeah, but he's not the reason for this season. Oh my gosh, people! Okay, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. But you guys, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take the talk. alien ladies like Harley <laughs> weed wax experience. But you tell me the truth when you find it. Uh, we've got collars on the line. I mean, they can hold on. No, it I'm does kidding. have to do with the harvest, but not the moon. Thank you. Um, but doesn't the harvest have to do with the moon? That's what a harvest moon is. When is Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, the Canadians already had their Thanksgiving, so I don't think that has to do with the moon. It's the fourth Thursday of November, so I was one off. Moving on. Okay. Can we go to the phones? Yes. 
I don't know why, but what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year, caller? Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hello? Lisa, Lisa. we lost our damn mind. Are you guys doing anything different for Thanksgiving? Many regrets. This won't help anybody, but we already had ours. Okay. On our side of the family, that Mm -hmm. one Friday that was really super nice and warm this month. Yeah. My niece had the great idea that we would do it because my parents have a big open porch and we ate outside and my parents are 80 and 86 and my mom just had part of her, one of her lungs removed from lung cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. So we have to be really, oh, actually she's doing really well, but thank you. Um, But so we have to be really careful. So she just decided we would do it that Friday. We had all the accoutrements. And uh, there weren't any turkeys that were available fresh, so she just roasted up a couple of chickens. That'll do. And I put out decorations like it was Thanksgiving, and we had plates that looked like Thanksgiving plates, and, and it was a great time. I love that. I think that's a genius idea and way to get ahead of the weather. Like, you got to celebrate outside, yeah. and now you're not, we're not all going to be under three feet of snow. Kudos. I know. My niece is both beautiful and smart. Uh, <laughs> that was very smart. Tell her we think she's beautiful yeah. and smart as well. Okay, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. I, I'll tell you, we were going to try to do what Lisa did yeah. and do it outside early, but for there's a number of extenuating circumstances that did not allow us yep. to do that, and then snow. So that's off the table at the Lindstrom house, too. No pun intended. So what are you guys doing? Oh, okay. So we're doing... so. We are doing a thing where just the five of us in our house and everybody gets to decide one item to be on the table. And so like the meal plan does not need to go. We're not because nobody eats the Thanksgiving food at my in my family. Okay. They don't care. Like what kind of things? So literally we haven't landed on anything yet, but like every person gets to have one item that they love on the table. Okay. And that'll be the meal. So we probably are not going to end up with any vegetables. There will probably be grilled cheese sandwiches and spaghetti. I mean, and it just is going to be a, you know, one for the books. Yeah. No, I love that. We got any other callers there? Oh, Holly's Holly's taking them as we speak. I will say I I happen to be a big fan of Mike Osterholm, who uh, is uh, an epidemiologist and is brilliant. And he has said on multiple occasions in many, many different places, but most notably on his own podcast, um, that we just need to, like, this is just the COVID year and it's probably not safe. No, he didn't say probably not. It's not safe to be getting together with people who aren't in your household indoors uh, and sharing mealtime and spending the day together. And he said, just think of this as the COVID year. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be this way next year. It will be unlike last year. So just you know, accept that and honor that and figure out how to make that work. Well, and it's a lot less bitching with your family members. You know, you don't have to get bitter about all the resentments that you're carrying through the year. You can just uh, sit on your fat duff and And uh, watch your Netflix. Eat your own feelings. Nice. Should we go back to the phone? Let's Let's do do it. it. All right. Let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what, uh, what is your Thanksgiving plan this year? Well, my son and fiance moved from Minnesota to Phoenix. So I'm waiting for the invitation so I don't have to cook mm. and I can just go there. And you could go somewhere but warm. If, oh. that doesn't, if that doesn't work, then I'll go see my friend in Columbia. I'm the one that lives in South Carolina. Oh, so, hey. See, Columbia see, would okay. be nice. So here, yeah, I was just going to say, here I am sending you off to a warm location, but you're already there. <laughs> yeah, I just have to go west. <laughs> Thank you, Mary, for your call. Have a happy Thanksgiving.
in a month. Let's go to Annie. Hello, Annie. Annie, uh, are you doing things a little differently this year for Thanksgiving? Uh, we are. Normally, I host. That's my jam. So I always like to be the one to have 100 people in my house, but we can't. My significant other's parents are 86, and his other siblings live in Spain and Calgary and... So we're not going to have it, but we're going to go to Mexico. Ah, fun. Yeah, we're just thinking, you can't do anything. Yeah. You know, let's just get out of town. There's nothing else to do. And if I can't host, I'm out. Yeah. And you can socially distance as well there as you could here. A big beach, baby. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Say it. Thank you for your call. Eat some turkey leg on mm. a beach. No, mm. I wouldn't even need the turkey. No. No, I would eat. I mean... I would eat anything on a beach. <laughs> I don't even need to eat on a beach. I don't even need to eat on the beach. Sex on the beach. Okay. That's a nice cocktail mm-hmm. of a virgin variety. I like the virgin sex on the beach. Can you have that? Wouldn't what is I'm sex just, on the beach would anyway? Would just be orange juice back. and grenadine? I'm I mean, I'm not above back it. back from your uh, assertion I that What I'm really saying like is I don't drink cocktails. No, I know that. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Also, virgin sex is kind of. I can't Google this. I was about to Google <laughs> please it. And don't I vir- oh, please don't Google virgin do sex that. on the beach. Uh, Actually, do. I would like to see no, what you I'm come up it. with. I'm not the guinea pig and here. And then, please. Thank you. Let's count how many minutes before IT shows up in your office. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, I'm not in the mood. It's just cranberry juice and orange juice. Okay, so it's just a cran orange. You know what I love is the the... Virgin uh, Miami Vice. That's my what favorite. What is that? Ooh, Miami Colana. Vice. It's like a half and half. Uh, I think it's the half daiquiri uh, pina colada. Yeah. Oh, so it's you like, love your pina colada, oh, virgin pina coladas. Ooh, I just get real frosty for one of them. Okay, somehow we went from Thanksgiving to Bradley's favorite virgin cocktail. I want to be on a beach with mm. some virgin cocktails. I be on a beach, beach. Um, do we have any other calls? Holly? Yeah, let's uh, le- let's let. Chris have the last word. Hi, Chris. Chris, are you doing anything differently this year for uh, Thanksgiving? I almost said Halloween. Thanksgiving. Hi, Chris. Oh, hi. Hi. Sorry, I didn't hear you. That's okay. Um, what we do, and we aren't doing it differently. What we do is a couple years ago, because we have so many people who work retail in our family, mm. we actually celebrate the holiday the third or the Saturday before because then we don't have to worry about Black Friday and mm-hmm. if they're going to do that or any of that. Oh, sure. And then my husband and I we'll go someplace for the long weekend. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, this, this year, we're going to go up to Craigan's for the weekend. Oh, fun. And so it's just every year we do something different, and it's just the he and I time, and then you don't have to work. It's so much less stress. Yeah, no on a kidding. Saturday. No so kidding. that's what we do, and it's fun. And, we, and I it. told everybody, you know, we invited just the same people that we've seen all the time through all of this. Yeah. You know, so it's, and I've told people, you know, if you don't want to come because you're not comfortable coming because of the social distancing, I will understand. Yeah. I will say, Craigans has the best indoor pool to social distance at. Yeah, I'm excited that they actually have a Thanksgiving special, and this wasn't meant to be a commercial for them, but <laughs> where we ended up with, you know, they buy, they pay for your Thanksgiving dinner, and we got a king size room with on the lake with a fireplace and. Oh. So just a nice day to just to to go up. You know, we go up Saturday or Sun, whatever day, Thursday, and then we come back on Sunday. So it's just a good time to unplug. Well, have so much fun. And thank you for calling, Chris. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Megan and Harry are being stalked by some wildlife. We'll talk about it when we come back on My True. Talk 107.1. Um, 
so much going on in this world. Just so many things to see and do and be. This is the Colleen and Bradley what Show. What a time to be alive, it really kids. Is. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Mm. Yeah, we didn't have to reach around and dig for any no, stories we didn't. today. It just sort of plopped right there in front of us. So um, handy. It, it is handy when that happens, isn't it? Um, let's talk about Megan and Harry. Apparently, they're being stalked by some wildlife. Yeah, I'm going to grab uh, this story with both hands and tell you about it right now. Prince Harry, here's a headline for you. Prince Harry and Meghan Mark, it's on Twitter. Go Twitter stuff if you need to know what we're double entendering. <laughs> Prince Rudy Giuliani, Prince <laughs> Borat movie. It's coming out this weekend. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are warned that there is a wild black bear prowling their million-dollar California mansion. So it's like, okay, what's going on? Like Harry and Meghan are there's being just, attacked by bears. There's just a bear that's tiptoeing around. No, like literally, uh, Yogi Bear stalking them. This black bear apparently has a den. Near the Sussex's home. Oh, well, I mean, that thing is so big, it might have one in the Sussex's home. <laughs> well, you know what's hilarious about this is this is another opportunity for the Daily Mail to take digs at Harry and of Meghan. Of course. So if you don't know the backstory, the Daily Mail has been sued by Harry and Meghan. They've not necessarily had the nicest things to say about <sighs> Harry and Meghan. But here's the story as they tell it in the oh latest gosh, issue so of the Daily Mail. Officials say the black bear has a den on Rancho San Carlos near the Sussex's home, quote, which was disturbed when it was recently sold. The animal is believed to have been attracted by <laughs> Harry and Meghan's wealthy neighbors. Oh, my god! But wait, there's more. What they say is causing the bear to get real excited and want to spend a lot of time near Harry and Meghan is their wealthy liberal neighbors' chicken coops in Montecito. <laughs> so liberal elites oh my are causing bears to attack. And Harry and Meghan buying that home is responsible. Their 16-bathroom mansion um, is now just a playground and a magnet for dangerous, deadly black bears. By the I, way, of the bear population, black bears are the least are the scary. least dangerous, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, you just it's have the to grizzlies yeah. that'll get you. So I'm looking at the map. You know, they've really plotted out. You know, where the where the ranch where the bear's den was located, and then all the sightings of the bear, and then Harry and Meghan's house, so far in the distance. Well, yeah. You guys, I have actual audio of the bears <gasps> trying this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate however it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the reese's because when you want something sweet you can't do better than reese's Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
to get away do? from the, the rich chicken coops. Listen. <laughs> Is that Yogi? Just trying, hey, to get a, just trying to get a picnic basket. Oh my gosh. The Duke and this Duchess bought this mansion that was really just a bear haven um, with neighbors like Oprah and Ellen. Oh, okay, I thought that was going to be a name of a club downtown. <laughs> what? what? what which, which part? The bear haven. The bear haven. The bear haven, <laughs> yes. That's in West Hollywood. Oh my gosh. No, this story is ridiculous. Also, does Jennifer Aniston live in Montecito? No. Because she's one of those chicken havers. Also, can you please look at the picture again that lays out on a map where the bear sightings were and where Harry and Meghan's house is? It's like many city blocks. Like (laughs) many, many, many. No connection no this, to any you know of these things so again this comes from the daily mail so this is like it's this is trash it is trash <laughs> and it's also like oh, oh i'm gosh. trying to think of like what an example of this it's like they don't they've ne- they've never been to montecito maybe they have i don't know but they're like there's a bear in montecito and so so are the duchess the duke and duchess of sussex that bear is stocking them in Montecito and like don't have the frame of reference to understand that Montecito isn't like a room it's like a large surface area oh the bear is cute also the bear was found in July okay also October here's how the Daily Mail describes this in early July soon after moving into their California home in earlier in early July again Harry and Meghan the large black bear just the one. Mm-hmm. By the way, there are more than one bear. Mm-hmm. Um, the large black bear was reported yards from Oprah's estate. The animal, which can weigh up to 39 stone, that's British poundage. I love how British money is pounds, but pounds are stones. Oh, man. So it's... weird. The animal, which can weigh up to 39 stone, now appears to be back, with California Department of Fish and Wildlife spokesman Tim Daly suggesting... The bear is being attracted by chicken coops. And then he told, tells the son, it's not like they can't afford fresh eggs, but for some reason these folks there think they need a chicken coop. Okay. Mm. Like, I love how he's just like, them crazy rich people you and their chicken the, coops. You can just get those eggs at the market. Yeah, you know, you like... chicken for that. That's the real problem. Harry and Meghan, Oprah... <laughs> And backyard chicken. I feel like maybe welcome the bears because we have seen bears relaxing in people's backyards in Southern California. I am grateful. I mean, I I should be clear. I don't have bears in my backyard and I don't want them to eat my dog. And there are other pieces of wildlife throughout the metro area that I don't necessarily yeah. want to spend a lot of time around. But I'm kind of excited that, you know, wildlife are... Enjoying it's, life. I mean, isn't that the thing that sort of happened when we were all locked down? It's like yeah. suddenly nature was like, hi, welcome back. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. We're going to tell you who they are after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. Bag of D. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
D-Bag Bradley. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, the Daily Mail. Um, bing, bong. Frequent flyer tab lord. The Daily Mail is my D-Bag and also Ellen DeGeneres' people because if they had anything to do with pushing this narrative, and we referenced it a little bit earlier in the show, but if you missed that, Ellen DeGeneres unveils her drastic new hairstyle as she continues repairing her toxic workplace image. So in order to combat the image of maintaining a toxic workplace and the scandal that surrounded such stories, Ellen got a new hairdo. Okay, by the way, can we just be real about her hairdo? It's like she just got a can a, a canister of Aquanet and a comb. She just did a back comb. Yeah, yeah. that's or all a, she did. A, what do you call that? A slick back? Yeah. Right? She just slicked her hair back, and everybody's like, oh my god, Ellen got a new haircut because she is toxic, and she needed a new look. No. Ellen just uh, changed her hair. Also, women don't fight scandal by hair doing juice. a hair change. Nobody will, mail. Nobody will notice me now <laughs> yeah, that like, I have changed so my I hair. I look like a much better person if I soften my look. She wouldn't be the first woman to hear that, but... um. Ellen changing her hairstyle. I don't know that that's really going to do much in the way of changing her image. Yeah, but it did. I mean, I will say credit for grabbing headlines about her hair. Yeah, which just tells you everything you need to know about the world that we live in. Yeah. She's been rocking this new hairstyle for about a week, but fans couldn't help but comment on it in a new video she posted joking about Cardi B's accidental nude photo leak. Okay. I actually did want to, you know, when I saw this story, I did think to myself, wow, Ellen has sort of somehow dropped off the face of the tabloids Mm -hmm. um, following, you know, her attempted uh, attempted a comeback. And maybe it's just because we've had so many other stories that have taken headlines over. Um, You know, she was able to sort of avoid the spotlight Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess if that's you know we're not talking about ellen though we're talking about the daily mail anyway they did go on to stick a knife in her back and say the new look comes amid a decline in ratings for the ellen degeneres show which returned for its 18th season last month with 38 percent lower ratings as compared to last year indicating of course that the only possible thing she could do to deal with all of this yeah was get some attention for a new hairstyle. Yeah, well, then they um, quoted some people from tweets that said, what happened to her hair? And another person said, nice hair. (laughs) Wow. People are talking. People are talking about this lesbian's hair. (laughs) But what do you think about it? Really? What do you think about her hair? I don't. I mean, if you're asking me honestly. I am, actually, because I just wanted to talk for a second about it. You're like, I actually don't like her hair. It just sort of looks a little finger in the socket. Excuse you know? me? It looks like a finger in a light socket. Oh. An electrical socket. It actually, you know, it totally reminds me of actually Portia de Rossi. Like, I wonder if Portia was like, hey, girl, you should try styling your, or slicking your hair back. Because yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. Portia have a... She has kind of a cool edgy back do. Look. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a poor man's, um, what's her name? The blonde lady who didn't wear panties in that movie. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah, oh. it's kind of a poor man's Sharon Stone. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan oh, okay. of the hair. Well, duly I mean, noted. 
Yeah, I just, you know, thought we might as well talk about it. Um, So we didn't get to give this its due yesterday, and I decided to make this individual my D-bag so that we could spend a little more time on it than we we did yesterday. Sean Mendez. Oh, sure. What uh, Because he's naked in his new documentary? No. So he's got this new documentary coming out in Wonder. uh, And uh, in it, it, the promise is that we'll get to see a different side of Sean Mendez. His butt. Um, Ooh. Um, But it's this particular quote, because we've long followed Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. We call them Shamila. And they're a publationship. Um, or and they were. I mean, they kind of are still, right? Like well, they, oh, fire it back lazy. up. Fire it back up because this is like a full court press here. Uh, he says, my song comes on the radio or something, and I'm like, everything's about you. They're all, they've always been about you. He said this to Camila Cabello. All my songs are about you. She goes, what do you mean? Like, they're all about you. Like, every song I've ever wrote is about you. So that's what we're supposed to take from this documentary is that all of the songs that Sean Mendez has ever written have been about Camila Cabello. Oh, that was my favorite song about Camila Cabello. <laughs> this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An, wait, so... Is there an extended cut of that, though? I oh, wait. Feel like yeah, there's... no, I got the remix. Okay, good. It's a David Guetta mm-hmm. remix. Oh, yeah. Wait till the beat drops right here. With Peaches. This is the biggest load of Dookie that I have heard in a long yeah. time. Because you want me to now believe that you guys fell in love and were so romantical during the Senorita song, but now we're going to like rewrite the history and say all of your songs yeah. ever were written because of Camila Cabello. Yeah, they're all when about her. When you were her. just friends. They're all about her. Also, isn't that kind of creepy for all the other women that he dated in the interim? Did he date anyone else? Mm. He dated anyone else ever? I don't know. Good question. Uh, yes, he dated Haley Baldwin. Okay, so briefly, nothing for her. I mean, the whole time right. he was with That's Haley Baldwin, rude. he was thinking of Camila, Camila Cabello. Cabello. Mm-hmm. All those songs are about Camila Cabello. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's creepy is I just typed in who has, and it literally says Sean Mendez dated. <gasps> okay, Bradley, it's listening. I mean, that is creep spectacular. Have you watched that? Um, Social Dilemma yet? No, I can't. I, I'm afraid to. You should be. You should be. Um, I, wa- I was just looking be. up Sean Mendez' complete dating history with Haley Baldwin to BFF Camila Cabello. So Haley Baldwin, Camila Cabello, that's all. That's all he's that's ever all dated? That's all we know. Publicly. And I'm he's how saying. old? 20 what? I don't know. 20. Hold on a second. Two, maybe? Three? How old is he? 20. Nope. He's only 22. 22. Okay. He's 22 years old. I guess it's believable that he's only dated two women. I mean, you know, maybe those are just his two, like, adult public relationships, right? Like, I bet he dated people when he was, like, 16. Yeah. Right? But just an FYI, all the songs that you hear from Sean Mendez are about Totally believable. It just is so, it's so obvious. 
It's just trying a little too hard. It's revisionist um, history. It is a little bit. Now, listen, I like Sean Mendez's music fine. It, it's it got a nice beat, and you can dance to it. He's a talented individual. He is a he talented looks, individual. He's not hard on the eyes. I, it, the thing that is making me sad about this is like this whole distraction of this publicationship might be getting him attention, but in terms of longevity, I don't know. Just put out some good music. Yeah, Adele, but you can't do that Adele anymore. never needed a publicationship. Yeah, but now uh, I'm telling you, man, they all have to have publicity. And so you're going to see all these cockamamie stories. I mean, Adele is not a, immune. That's that is true. I mean, yes, her focus is on other things or the thing that is getting her publicity is other things, I should say. Anyway, I'm not going to watch this. FYI, yeah, I don't I won't be watching in wonder. I'll wait for the report of the report. Uh, I'm, I won't be the one to give it to you. So somebody else will have to. When we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, there was a lot of debug today. So much, in fact, that we had to create a whole separate segment called a debug double down. We'll tell you who the additional debug is today when we. It's return a good one. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, sometimes we just have a whole lot of D bag. So much, in fact, it spills over into the next segment, and we have to have a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. There are so there are so few things that bring me joy in this world anymore. One of them, though, is poking fun at Alicia Silverstone. What did she do now? Did she? Uh, let me guess. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me just. I'm going to just go through my the greatest hits. Rolodex of greatest hits. Did she masticate her food and spit it into her child's mouth? No. Yeah. That's chew. By it's the called, way. Yeah. Thank you. Some people. I mean, they might don't ask Rudy that. Giuliani. Okay. Um, he, he, no, she did that. It's called, I think it's called birding baby or birding. baby birding. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's not what she, that's nope. not the thing today. Okay. Nope. Is, did she take a bath with her son, her nope. nine-year-old son? Nope. Okay. Well, and it's what? not even the thing that um, is half a part of this headline. Here, here's the headline that got me real excited. Alicia Silverstone takes maskless stroll with her two vegan dogs Whoa. in her Hollywood, Hollywood Hills hood. That's a lot of hull. Her two vegan dogs. So she has vegan dogs, number one. But that's not even what I want to poke fun at, which I could poke fun at that alone because she feeds her dogs a strict vegan diet. Problem. Yeah. Dogs are not vegan. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't at me, please. Anyway, that's not what I uh, wanted to show up and talk about. It's always nice, too, when you decide for your animals what their values are. Or your children. But that's a whole separate conversation. (laughs) We don't have time, okay? Um, She penned a blog, which I encourage you to read on your own at some point. But on her website this month, she talked about how having a plant-based diet can allegedly prevent you from catching the coronavirus. Based on what study? Scientific. I mean, there's no study. Thank you. Yeah, no, but that's, I mean, we're not arguing over science, are we? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's 2020. We don't need to do that. Hi-yo. Hey-yo. Um, okay, I will. Um, okay, so she says, okay. she says in her expert 
scientific opinion that eating a plant-based diet will keep you from getting COVID-19. From dying from the COVID. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here we go. Quote, what? And you guys, look, I know everybody's got different opinions about things. Science. I'm not a scientist. Please don't listen to me. I just want you to understand that a celebrity is offering you scientific advice. Here we go. Quote. Why are we afraid that we may die from SARS-CoV-2 virus, but not from the death that may comes from poor food choices? The number of deaths from cancers and cardiovascular disease are staggering. During this pandemic, Colleen, everyone says with such sincerity that they are quarantining and wearing masks to protect the vulnerable. And yet, this promise seems forgotten when the evening steak or burger or Coke, or milkshake are plunked down on the table. Mm. How can we make people care about themselves and others and do this all the time so disasters and disease are minimized? I mean, do you, do you want to do it or should I? No, I think you no, should. No, go for it. I, th- I really feel like you should. I mean, this is one of those things that people do where they try to, like, say... You know, they'll say something like, what that person did was horrible, but did you know that there are four million starving children in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. So you, they're not mutually exclusive. Or actually, wait, no. What am I trying to say? They are mutually exclusive? No, they're not. They're not. I think you're trying to say they're not mutually like, exclusive. Like, or... Th- I don't know what I'm trying to say other than this is dumb, because <laughs> yeah. you can protect yourself... From COVID-19 and also care about the food you eat, but you're not going to get COVID because you ate a burger, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I understand that she's trying to say people eat unhealthy. That is a thing. But that, as far as I'm concerned, does not have to do with any scientific study that's been root, uh, mm-hmm. rigorously peer-reviewed that would indicate eating a milkshake is going to kill you. Or increase your chances of getting COVID. The other piece of this that's like, oh, I hate when people do this, is this I, this this sort of uh, soapboxy preaching about, you know, wh- you know, trying to point out the inconsistencies of being concerned or fearing or existing in a world with a bunch of different diseases that could potentially kill you, and not being able to balance that with your healthy with your healthy um, food choices is that you, when you, when you exercise that argument, you also have to turn it inside out and then say, well, then what happens when somebody who eats a plant-based diet or a quote, healthy diet uh, gets COVID and dies, gets COVID and dies or yeah. gets cancer. Like they deserve it. Get, exactly. What, then what? 
right? Because then there's going to be some cockamamie rigmarole that she's going to be able to mix in there to try to explain that away. Here's a perfect example that I could fall victim to. So I'm trying to admit my own Alicia Silverstone. This is a vulnerable moment. I'm going to get vulnerable. I read uh, there was some early reports and there was like this, not a, not a study, because I don't know words right now, but mm-hmm. when it comes to medical stuff, but not the kind of study where they actually took a bunch of people and then they had a control group mm-hmm. and then they fed them this one thing and then they looked at the results. Did those people die of COVID more or less? Is that likely? The, that's called a double blind, right? Double blind, right? Yeah. This was um, a review of people who did, like, it was basically a review of the review, a report of the report. They looked at a bunch of numbers and extrapolated some stuff from it. And it Mm -hmm. was all about fermented foods. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon, like, oh, my God, if you eat fermented foods, you're not going to die of the COVID, which is hilarious. Because if you look at, like, I don't know, China Mm -hmm. or Korea where people died from COVID, Mm -hmm. they also eat a lot of fermented foods. But there was some initial, uh, there was an initial idea that there's something there, there that scientists should look into further, right? But it wasn't drawing a full conclusion. It was just saying this might be a thing, but a bunch of people just ran with it. Mm -hmm. And like, I love fermented food. So I could have been like, you, I could have taken to my blog, which I don't have, but I could have gone to social media and said, you guys... If you eat kimchi, you're not going to die of the COVID. Mm -hmm. But that would be stupid and irresponsible because, again, a peer-reviewed, double-blind, baby-back study. I want my baby-back, 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 double-blind study. So it's like you see what you want to see. And her whole thing is like she doesn't want to eat meat Mm -hmm. or dairy. And she thinks that's the cause of a lot of the world's problems. Okay, but you can hold that belief... And not have to like somehow work in a way that that's going to kill people like 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 that's not going to be the thing that keeps mm-hmm. people sane and aware about COVID. Right. 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 Well, like, and, oh, I'm not going to eat this burger because it's going to give me COVID. And there's a big difference between saying this is the lifestyle I've adopted and this is what it has done for me. And. This lifestyle is the better lifestyle, and here's what it will do for you, right? Yeah. Like, there's a difference in that storytelling. One kind of comes from a more shame-based space, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what she's calling on when she's saying, you know, how can you all eat like this and not see all also, this stuff in your she midst? Is a privileged AF. Mm. Well, I so mean, she has if you've got vegan dogs, that's a sign of some privilege. Yeah, when you are willing to outright. Never mind. Mm. I, I, it's just it's so obvious that she's speaking from a place of privilege, and like even if that was true, like maybe work to get better food into the hands of people than to shame people mm. into behavior that There's you would like them right there to adopt Mm -hmm. that's a really good point um alicia silverstone in other words we don't have time for you anymore well we didn't really but i do i do want to thank her for the opportunity to poke fun at her um for this segment i agree i mean that's a gift that she has given us without even realizing it uh can i tell you the gift we are giving our listeners today the ability to purchase tickets for Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama. Yes! 
they are on sale as we speak. This is our 10th year of Project Down and Dirty, and we're doing a classic radio drama. And these tickets, by the way, here's the best part about the tickets this year. You don't have to go anywhere. Sit on your butt. Sit on your butt. Pew, 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 pew. No, 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 you're going thank you. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, you can just sit wherever you are and take part in Project Down and Dirty classic radio drama. Those tickets are on sale as we speak. And remember, the proceeds of those ticket sales go to a bunch of really wonderful charitable organizations. We here on the Colleen and Bradley Show are particularly excited to be partnering yet again with Every Meal, formerly known as the Sheridan Story, to um, help them with their mission to... Um, to feed to feed people who have some food insecurity uh they they meet the need of that food gap when children aren't able to receive free and reduced meal uh options through their schools and we are really thankful that we get to work with them yet again so remember when you buy those tickets you are also helping helping many wonderful charities and uh when we come back on the colleen and bradley show rank your potatoes Okay, all I want, this is what I want. This will just make it easier, okay? What's your top potato and your bottom potato, okay? What's the best kind of potato? What's the (laughs) worst kind of potato? potato? You know what I mean. 651-641-1071. We are ranking potatoes after this. My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody, it's Mimi Show. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.